Jessie is a top fashion and lifestyle digital influencer from Australia and currently based in Hong Kong. She has been ranked as one of the top three influencers in Hong Kong for three years in a row now. With her daring styles and breathtaking imagery, she has also won many followers around the world, especially North America and Europe, and worked with many top-tier fashion and beauty brands around the world. With a strong belief of nothing is impossible when it comes to chasing her dreams and fulfilling her passion, she left her investment banking job to launch ForeverJessie.com to express her style with authenticity and to inspire others with a modern-day independent voice. She currently runs her own media and PR company and is an academy coach for female entrepreneurs worldwide. Glow Radio is a podcast for sassy entrepreneurs who are in the process of quitting their much-hated day job to work for themselves full-time. You can expect weekly conversations with unapologetic creatives, business owners, and influencers. We discuss tips on how to reach your goals, manage your time, and keep your sanity while being a major boss babe. We are Jacqueline and Clara, your favorite hype women who will cheer you on and push you to create the life that you want. We have helped entrepreneurs make meaningful connections to grow their businesses. Glow Radio has been seen in Oprah Magazine, Thrive Global, and Pop Sugar Fitness. We hear you, girl. By popular demand, we have created a freebie for you entrepreneurs who don't want to waste time or money but want to start your own podcast. It is only seven simple steps and you don't need to break the bank. Make sure you stay with us until the end to find out how to get your copy. Hit that subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at Glow Radio Co. Stay sassy, babes. Before we get started, we wanted to thank Bluehost for partnering with us. We're so happy to use the best hosting service that doesn't break our bank. Bluehost powers over 2 million websites, including ours. They offer 24-7 support, a money-back guarantee, and is the number one recommended web hosting by WordPress.org. If you're an entrepreneur building or revamping your website, we highly recommend Bluehost as a trusted resource. Sign up for your website hosting today at www.bluehost.com forward slash track forward slash woglow. That's W-H-O-A-G-L-O-W. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Glow Radio. We are super excited today with our guest, Jesse. It's mostly going to be me, Jacqueline, talking today because Clara is super sick and she lost her voice. So you probably won't be hearing too much from her, but she is sitting right here beside me. So hi, Jesse. How are you? Hi, everyone. So how about you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you started your career? Sure. Before I start, I want to take the opportunity for thank you for inviting me to the GLOW podcast. It's a, such an honor to be here. So thank you for that. And of course. To answer your first question, most people know me as um, at Jessie Lee, an Instagram influencer from Australia based in Hong Kong. However, what most people don't know is that social media career is actually quite recent for me. Up to two years ago, my life was very different. 
I had a very successful career in investment banking alongside my own China-focused asset management firm. I was firmly belonged in the corporate world for years, so shifting into Instagram realm was certainly a different path. So what the most people to ask is how did I become an influencer? Well, it's quite an unexpected journey. A few years ago, a girlfriend of mine started a jewelry label and she asked me to be her hand model. What are the chances, you know, when people ask me to be their hand model? I had a lot of professional photos taken and I was getting a lot of likes and new followers when I shared those um, on Instagram. Back then, my account was just for fun, and I had about two to three thousand followers, purely just my friends. My friend Cassie then suggested me that I should become an influencer. I was like, "What does an influencer even do?" With a million questions in my head, so every weekend she came to my place, went through my closet, and pulled different looks together based on my existing collection. As an investment banker, I used to shop quite a lot. You know, it was very therapeutical, and it helped me to distress from the stress in the corporate role. She taught me how to pose for Instagram, you know, and to be natural, not really looking at the camera, and to be inspirational. So from there, she also taught me how to use hashtags. My first re- reaction was, "What do hashtags even do?" She explained how hashtag can help me to uh, help my post to reach a broader audience and potentially cool game followers. Starting from there, my Instagram actually was taking off pretty quickly. In addition to my Instagram、um, career, I still run my media and PR company, and I'm also academy advisor for female entrepreneur worldwide, which I love and allows me to help give back. And share my experience. That's pretty much me in a nutshell. Wow, that's awesome! I would have never guessed that it's so recent for you because you seem so natural in all your photos. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So when when was that moment when you realized that this could be your full time career? Actually, it was actually the realization that the corporate role in banking wasn't something I wanted to do forever. That helped me to take the plunge and jump into the Instagram as my full time career.、Uh, I'd been quite successful in the banking world, but Instagram gave me the chance to be very creative, which I absolutely love, and realized I'd never get that、uh, being in the office all day. It was.、Um, Also, a shift in the banking industry that made me question the world I was in. Towards the end of 2016, equity research was becoming a bit of a dying segment. Banks around the world started thinning their department. I saw quite a few of my colleagues made redundant, and it, it meant even longer hours for those of us who remained. I was getting up. At about 5:30 in the morning every day, in the pitch dark, and go to work and get home around midnight, sometimes even later. A lot of the times, I have to pull all-nighters. It left me running on empty. I was exhausted and I had lost the love for my role. It, it took me. It took like a toll、uh, in my mental health, and I started seeing professional help. So I was seeing a psychologist. She said something that really. Resonated me. She said, 
our lives are just like a tabletop. So we need many legs or even at least a few legs to support. Each leg represents different pillars in our lives. For example, career, family, health, friends, and etc. When it comes to my table, I only seem to have one leg supporting my tabletop, which was my career. As you can imagine, I was certainly unstable and wobbly. In fact, I was on the edge of falling apart. I needed to find some time to build my other pillars to create the balance of my life. That was really my wake-up call moment. In late 2017, I resigned from the banking job and decided to take some time off and travel so I can think about what's next for my life. I literally resigned without having a plan B or C. It was really scary. I took the leap of faith in life. Some people might even say that was very impulsive or irresponsible, but I've always been a big believer that all things will find their ways when you take the time and space to breathe. During my travel, I was creating a lot of beautiful content on my Instagram and it was growing quite quickly as a result. I suddenly had a lot of brands contacting me uh, about partnerships and it was then I realized, hey, I actually had something I could monetize and turn that into a career. So voila, there you go. Wow, that's so crazy. I I feel like that's kind of um, like similar to me and Clara when we decided to quit our jobs and we yeah. didn't really have, we didn't really have a plan. Well, we did have a plan, but it was very loose. What so, was it? Yeah, uh, we quit our jobs actually this year April. So, wow, that's yeah, even more reason than me. <laughs> totally, reason. we were pretty much like, if you quit, I'll quit. <laughs> So yeah, that's awesome. I love how you took that leap of faith. And um, how did your family and friends react to your career choice when you decided to switch? As Asian Asian parents, they were not very supportive at the beginning. You know, they had traditional views on what constitutes a career and Instagram to them was just a hobby, not something I could make a living out of. However, being based in different countries, they're all the way back in Australia. So they don't see me on day to day basis. So that released the pressure a little bit. But when it comes to my friends, they were actually quite embarrassed about my new career path. You know, those who still work in finance are in the roles they want to leave, working very long hours for minimum reward. When they see my traveling stories and enjoying every moment of my life, they wanted to join me. However, it takes a lot of courage for someone to let go of a stable income, and I know many of them just won't take the risk. For me, staying at a job that I didn't love and working every hour under the sun was a higher price to pay than taking a leap of faith into a new career. So, yeah. Wow, yeah, totally. I can definitely relate to that. I feel like, yeah, life is too short to be stuck at something where you're not happy. Totally agree on that. Yeah. So what was your first ever brand deal that you received? I had a few um, sponsor posts here and there when I first started out. But I, my first big campaign was with Tom for Beauty. Thanks to my friend Kathy, who told me how to hashtag the PR of Tom for Beauty discovered me at the very beginning of my influencing career. From there... 
like once you have a big campaign under your belt, my career took off exponentially. And uh, I worked with many luxury beauty brands and fashion brands since, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I love Tom Ford. Their lipsticks are really good. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Their other products are really good. Most people know them for just their lipsticks, but like their foundations, their highlighters, even their like eyeliners, they're so amazing. You gotta ah, try it. I have to try it. Yeah, I have to try it. <laughs> sure. So what are some of your tips for getting brand sponsorships and collabs? Like for other influencers, if they're just starting out, they're kind of new to this, what tips would you give them? I do have quite a few tips to share, <laughs> which I also shared during my Female Entrepreneur Worldwide Conference two, two years ago. First, you need to define your personal brand. Instagram is becoming very saturated. You need to know who you are and what you bring to the table to deliver a different a point a point of difference. That is something that brand is definitely looking for when they are screaming for potential candidate for a campaign. In today's digital world, you know, whether you are investment banker, CEO of a tech company, editor of a magazine or an entrepreneurial Personal branding is one thing that makes you special and that connect you to the audience. Whether people buying into your product, service, your lifestyle, branding is the key. And ultimately, that's, you know, what people buy into is you. That's what makes you stand out from the rest. So once you're clear about your direction of your personal brand, it is important to be yourself 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days originality is the key don't fall for what is the latest hype or what is trending on social media it is not about what other people think it is about following your heart and on what you think is right people are buying into your personal brand because they like your idea through your passion so don't be a follower be the next transporter sorry I mean, don't be a follower. <laughs> be the next trendsetter. Yeah. No, I was like, no, 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 not spotter, setter. <laughs> no worries. And thirdly, do your research, you know. Make yourself the expert on a particular segment or the trend. Once you are the expert, it is more likely for the brand to reach out to you or other social media outlets will cover you. I always think, you know, it's best to do uh, a few well then do cover a lot of things strategy and patience are also very important when you know where you stand in your field or who your competitors are you can set a mid to long term strategy which will bring you to the top of the ladder go big or go home finally you need to realize there are no shortcuts in life Becoming successful requires daily inputs and to achieve bigger things. <coughs> Many of us want to uh, want a work life balance lifestyle. You know, they hate their jobs. However, you are building your empire. If you build your empire around your passion, you won't see there's a divide between work and life. Rather than that, you will earn money while enjoying life. So it is very important to think about what you want and build a career around your passion. So those are my tips for you to take away today. 
Oh, those are so awesome. I feel like those are definitely very relatable and useful. So Thank you. What been, yeah, yeah. So what have been uh, some of your favorite projects that you've done? There are so many of them. I have worked with many of the brands and becoming friends with many of them. Uh, for example, um, I've been with Caledonia and Intimacy Me for quite a few years, and I was one of the first influencers they have worked with after they launched their market in Hong Kong. For those who might not know, Caledonia is a stocking and a label brand. Intimacy Me is a laundry brand, I'm sure um, many of you have heard of, and both of them belong to the same group uh, in Italy. So I started working with them after I won one of their online content creation competition in Hong Kong. And from there, um, I've been working with them quite frequent on uh, pretty much on like monthly basis. And they've taken me in like a family and they've been sending me to Verona to see their fashion shows every year. And every year there's so many big names attending fashion shows. Uh, recently, I was there in October, and Chiara Farani and Sarah Jessica Parker was just sitting in the front row right across from me. It was just so close. We became really close, and uh, every Christmas, you know, we've been attending each other's Christmas parties. I'm very proud, you know, to be uh, part of their big family, and I absolutely, like, love working with them. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so cool. I feel like being at that fashion show must have been so unreal, like that experience. Actually, their fashion shows are quite different from the rest of the fashion shows. You know, if you go to Fashion Week, you sit down there and then you might sit there for like 30 or 40 minutes, wait for the catwalk model to come out. And the 50 minutes, Minutes later, they finish the show and everyone just stand up and leave. But for them, it's like a real party. So first you go there, you mingle with the crowd, you have a drink, you go through the collection, like the actual runway show collection on the side room. You you, you have a look and there will be performers. And then after the show, everyone stayed and party. And this year, they decided to take the party to the actual runway uh room so you know you they put a dj across on the runway and you just stay there to have food and drinks and party there it was really magnificent and their 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 setup is always like very overwhelming they have like chandeliers hanging from the ceiling and they had tables with beautiful lamps so those girls they dress like lamps they are actually dancers and they dance around you it was really beautiful wow that sounds so fun definitely sounds very extravagant and a lot of fun so (laughs) i was gonna say if you want to see the actual thing it's on my youtube and it's on my instagram as well Ah, definitely, yeah. We'll link all your accounts in the description so everyone can go check it out after. Great. Yeah. Um, so being in this career, what would you say is one of the most challenging things? 
Well, I think the most challenging part of my current work is uh, time management. Given that I have two companies to manage, and when it comes to my Instagram, I'm a one-man band, <laughs> so only my I only have myself to rely on. There are times I really wish I have 48 hours a day, especially during fashion weeks. Many of the influencers have managers or personal assistants, but I'm still managing everything myself. So in 2020, I'm gonna working on delegating. Oh yeah, that that sounds like a lot on your plate. Are you are you thinking of getting a manager in the future at all? Um, I think I will still manage myself, but I would definitely need maybe one or two assistants to help me to uh, manage more on the admin side of the uh the work. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Gotcha. Yeah, that would definitely be helpful. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> And what are some of your future goals? So for short-term media term, my focus is definitely taking my media company to the next level and to connect brands around the world to the right people. Looking at the long term, um, I've always wanted to start my own charity organization to give back. About 10 years ago, I was traveling Cambodia and volunteered at this orphanage run by this wonderful Australian lady from Brisbane called Hope Orphanage. Back then, Cambodia was a really poor country, and the, and the, the poor, poor uh, regime, more than a quarter of the population were killed, which meant many of the orphans were tragically left behind. In fact, the average age of the country was only 17 back then. I still remember the very moment when I walked into the orphanage classroom and seeing 20 young kids between the age um, of three and six. I have bought many books and stationery all the way from Australia to Gifton. But when I entered the room, all they wanted was to hold my hand. Each of my hand was holding about five or six little hands and they were desperately needing for love, care, affection, and it really just hit me really hard. I wanted to cry, and I couldn't help not to hug them. It was, and never let go. Ever since then, I wanted to go back and help the vulnerable orphans around the world to provide them shelter, security, and education. So hopefully, in the very near future, I will be able to start my own foundation and help the kids around the world who doesn't have parents to rely on just to help them to grow and providing them some love. Mm, that's such a beautiful goal. We'll definitely keep an eye out for your future charity. I can't wait. <laughs> definitely will let you know once yeah. I have my first, you know, something to start up. Yeah, I will definitely mm. share with you guys. Sure. Please, please. So now that the business questions are out of the way, we just have a couple fun ones here to get to know a little bit more of your personality. Sure. Shoot. Yeah. So first question, <laughs> what is your favorite food? My favorite food is Japanese food. I could eat Japanese food pretty much every day for the rest of my life, especially sushi. The ones from sushi, oh my God, is definitely something I dream about every day they are so good 
What about you? What's your favorite food? Oh my god, we love sushi too. Clara and I had sushi like almost every day last week. <laughs> Does Vancouver and, have really good sushi? Yeah, we do. We do have a yeah. Sorry, my voice. Is She's here. She's alive. My voice is terrible. She got too excited. She had to jump in. You talk to me about sushi. I'm gonna talk. <laughs> We also really like Korean foods. I think that's what we I eat. I love Korean. Food. Yeah. Oh, I love Korean barbecue. Oh my god. Wagyu. <laughs> Korean barbecue. I'm juuling right now. <laughs> yeah. So second, second random question here is: What has been your favorite travel location? Oh my god, there will be too many. I've out of the. 70 plus countries I've been. If I have to pick three, I would say Brazil, Spain, and Israel. Brazil was my favorite. So the country is filled with passion, and the vibe of the whole country just really attracts me. You know, the beach, the landscape—it's so interesting and beautiful. I've only built, uh, been to a few places, and the one. The one place really stood out was this place called Ila Grandi. So they have 365 islands in that area. Can you believe it? It's gonna wow. take me a whole year to hop between the islands if I just spend one day on each island. The water there is so crystal clear, and the food is amazing. They have a lot of fishing villages there, and people are just very laid back and they chill on the beach, you know, all day long. Spain would be my second favorite, and I visit there almost like every year. I love the food, the art, the architecture, the passion of the country. Spanish tapas is also one of my favorite um, cuisine. The wine from Spain is so divine. Lots of my favorite artists are from there, like Picasso, Gaudi, Mira. Every time I go to Spain, I spend so much time hopping in between the museums. And for a fun holiday, Ibiza is definitely one of my favorite islands. Uh, every year, I go there for opening or closing parties. Sometimes I go to both. Israel. Some people might. Ask me like why Israel? Israel is so fascinating, you know. As a country, it suffered so much from、um, persecutions, and it stood really strong, defending itself for decades. You know,、um, I can definitely feel their sense of pride and protection when you visit it.、Uh, it's like a living history book with many layers, and every time I go there. I discover something new. They also have amazing restaurants, bars, and clubs in Israel. The beach there is absolutely stunning. So it's a really amazing place to explore, learn, and、uh, party in. Awesome! Oh my god, all of those sound so amazing. I haven't been to any of those yet, so they're definitely on my list. Add them on your list. Yeah. All right, so we're now down to the last part of our podcast. It's gonna be a super quick this or that section. Clara is actually gonna read it out, so we're just gonna read them one by one, and you can、okay. answer as quickly as you can. It's just for fun. Okay. And yeah, so we're ready.、Okay. Clara's gonna go. For okay,、it. I'm gonna try the best that I can right now. <laughs> okay. Number one, don't、off. make it too hard. <laughs> 
It's easy. Coffee or tea? Coffee. I'm actually drinking one right now. Oh, nice. nice. Morning or night? Night. I'm not a morning person. <laughs> Pancakes or waffles? Can I say neither? Cause I'm not a I'm not a sweet person. I love savory food. I love French fries and cheese. <laughs> French fries or cheese? <laughs> cheese. <laughs> uh, beach or mountains? Uh, beach for sure. Summer or winter? Summer. I actually chase summer okay. all year long. I spend my summer in Europe, uh, in Hong Kong, and then when it comes to winter time, I come back to Australia. So I don't even have winter. The only oh, winter yeah. I have is when I go snowboarding. So jealous. Okay, I'm taking over because Clara's dying. <laughs> okay, next one. Would you give up rice forever or give up noodles? Noodles. Oh my God! Seriously, yeah. <laughs> I love rice. I I guess oh I'm so fast eating rice. Uh-huh. I don't know why. <laughs> and You're plus, so- sushi has rice. Does that mean you have to give up sushi? <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, that's a really hard choice. I wrap it with noodles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, photos or videos? Photos. Pink or purple? Pink. I'm a pink girl. If you go to see my Instagram, there's like a whole period of time I had like only pink photos. <laughs> awesome. Soup or congee? Mm, soup. Mm. Soup are very nutritious, especially yeah. in Hong Kong. They do really amazing soups. That's true. Asians are so good at soup. I know. Especially yeah. also those Korean those ginseng chicken soups are amazing. That's true. That's true. So good. Okay, last one here. Would you only wear pants for the rest of your life or only wear skirts? Pants. I love wearing pants. And I'm a jumpsuit girl. Like, yeah, yeah. everyone who know me, they just like, Jessie is a jumpsuit girl. I have, like, at least 100 jumpsuits at home. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't think I could give up pants. I would definitely choose pants for sure. I love pants. <laughs> All righty. Well, that's all the questions we had today. Thank you, Jesse, so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And all your tips and everything were so helpful. I feel like everyone will love it so much. Yeah. Thank you very much. This is really fun. You got me addicted to this now. Now I have to, <laughs> hey. now I have to look for a new career. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that makes us so happy. We love, like, being everyone. Like, if it's your first podcast, we love that. (laughs) Thank you very much for having me. And I can't wait to listen to my own voice on the podcast. (laughs) You know how they always say, like, when you listen to your voice on digital recording and in real life, it's very different. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I'm going to camp online and waiting for your episode to come out. Awesome. And where can everyone find you online? What are your handles on Instagram and everything? So my Instagram handle is just my name, Jessie Lee, uh, Lee as L-I. And I used to use uh, Forever Jessie, like number four, and then E V E for Echo, V for Victoria, A for Apple, and Jessie. That was my high school email, and I just kept it. It's very cheesy, right? <laughs> so my uh, my YouTube and my blog is still Forever Jessie. And on my Instagram, 
I did write to uh, Instagram one day. I said, I, you know, especially I'm doing a lot of professional work. I have my own company and I'm coaching a female entrepreneur. It'd be more professional for me to use Jesse Lee as my own name as Forever Jesse. It, it doesn't seem very mature. And I wrote to them. They never replied me. And three months later, when I woke up, my handle just got changed to Jesse Lee. So, yeah. Now, wow. Um, yeah. Actually, Jesse Lee was occupied by someone. So they must have kicked that person out and give it to me. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> that was a very little nice surprise in the morning, yeah. Yeah, amazing. All righty. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. So, Ciao, everyone. Thank you for listening, Glow Babes. Check out woglow.com. The link is below to grab your freebie, 25 ways on how to get your shit together like a baller. Give us your five golden stars on iTunes and we'll be your best friends, I swear. And please share this episode with your babes that need some glow and will benefit from this. Thank you. Glow, yeah.